Everything is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Hey, baby, let me see your brand new saddle. I put that pretty thing up on my horse. Let's get it on real tight now, because we don't want you falling off. I got the horse and she got the saddle. We like to ride side by side. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Baby. Show. Let's stop for a little while. And uh, I need to give my old halls a rest. You can tell who that is you if you followed no country music for the last 50 Notice years, like I have. To wear out your brand new saddle. Notice how he slows down when he's talking. He can sing just fine, but when he gets to talking, it, it it's sort of like this. Yeah, he's got he's got to put a little effort, yeah, into it a little bit into the talking part. Mm-hmm. It's Mel Tillis. All right, let me read my scripture verse, Psalm thirty-eight. O Lord, rebuke me not in Thy wrath, neither chasten me in Thy hot displeasure, for Thine arrows stick fast in me, and Thy hand presseth me sore. There is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger, neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin, for mine iniquities are gone over mine head. As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness. I am troubled, bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long, for my loins are filled with a loathsome disease, and there is no soundness in my flesh i am feeble and sore broken i have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart lord all my desire is before thee and my groaning is not hid from thee my heart panteth my strength faileth me as for the light of mine eyes it also is gone from me my lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sore and my kinsmen stand far off 
They that seek after my life lay snares for me. They that seek my hurt speak mischievous things and imagine deceits all the day long. But I, as a deaf man, heard not, and I was dumb and opened not my mouth. Thus I was a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou wilt hear, O Lord my God. For I said, Hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me. When my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves against me. For I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare mine iniquity. I will be sorry for my sin. But mine enemies are lively, and they are strong. They that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. They also that render evil for good are mine adversaries, because I follow the thing that good is. Forsake me not, O Lord, my God. Be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. This is a psalm of David uh, that, uh, like Psalm 22, they talk about a man who is being uh, attacked and is in a low estate and some impute it to David, but others say that it is actually a prophecy of what Jesus Christ would have to go through. And there's a lot of teaching that in the Christian church that removes the cross and the grisly and negative connotations of it from what Jesus had to endure, which was absolute acrimony based upon the fact that he was a sinless man and that human beings um, are sinners and attacked and killed him. The, the idea that, uh, that he sinned is not true, but that he became the sin for all mankind. In other words, God put upon him the sin of all mankind, and therefore when that happened, he was as if he were a guilty man because God had to hang that sin on something, and so he hung it on his son who was sinless. And this is a way of looking at things that so many people in the church nowadays don't understand because they think, well, Jesus was good and holy and all that, and he was he's our friend now. But the fact is he became the worst person in the world in order to carry the sin of all mankind. He became cursed. God couldn't look at him, his own son. prior to the fact that he, after he died with that sin on his back, God raised him up on the third day and the resurrection came after he bore the sins of the world. Every, every bad thing that could be imagined, Christ bore it. And there are some of the Psalms that seem to have a foreshadowing 
of this idea, of this reality. And this is one of them. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the news. If you've been following it, you know what's going on with Judge Kavanaugh, the the judge who is... uh, has been nominated for the Supreme Court and how after a barrage of questions came from senators in the hearings and he passed them, now comes out a uh, allegation from somebody, Christine Blasey Ford, who said she knew him as he was a younger man and uh, that he re- tried to rape her. It's supposed to have happened 30 years ago when he was 17 or, you know, over 30 years ago. And the thing that's so surprising, it, it, in a sense it's not surprising if you understand the way the left works, is that they are saying he definitely did it. They're not giving the guy a chance. Here's a little bit of a montage of Democrat senators and and people this week who basically, when asked, said, oh, he's guilty. I'm going to play this. I believe Dr. Blasey Ford because she's telling the truth, and you know it by her story. The Kavanaugh denies being at the party to begin with uh, and says his accuser might have mistaken him for someone else. What's your reaction to that? Well, I've heard, you know, uh, many, many predators say um, and, and refute allegations against them. I think what we need... As I said, I believe Professor Ford. I think she's credible. And I think when the investigation is finished and when she testifies and Judge Kavanaugh testifies, I think a majority of senators will find her credible. She told her husband, this is a trauma she's been dealing with her whole life. She doesn't want to be in a bedroom that doesn't have two doors. And it's going to be about uh, listening to what each party has to say, but I believe her. Do you believe her story? Well, I can tell you that it really does have a ring of truth to it. Uh, I am skeptical of polygraphs, but for those who believe them, uh, she has passed a polygraph test. I believe uh, Dr. Ford, as I refer to her, because she makes a very credible uh, case. People knew that about her a long time ago. She told a friend a year ago. She told a reporter before Dr. Kavanaugh was ever named. By the way, I believe Dr. Ford, the survivor, there's every reason to disbelieve uh, Judge Kavanaugh after his evasive and seemingly misleading responses at the his testimony. Uh, The Senate shouldn't simply rely on hearing two conflicting accounts and decide, well, we're okay with not knowing. Uh, We're okay with the fact that we might be putting a... Uh, someone who committed attempted rape on the Supreme Court of the United States. Jake, I want to be clear that for me there is no debate. I believe um, Professor Ford, uh, Judge Kavanaugh has lied multiple times under oath. These are the hallmarks of truth. These are the hallmarks of someone who wants to be believed. So there is no presumption at all that the guy might be innocent before he's declared to be guilty. This is a kangaroo court. It's incredible, but we're seeing this kind of thing played out on the Senate floor. Stay with us. We'll talk about it a little more when we come back. 
You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. News. News affects your life. Is imitating life. American life. The sequence of events. The latest events. And experiences. Personal experience. That make up. Doesn't his life matter? Life. In this life. News. Talk. Sports. Life in the old ball yard. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. Do you understand your retirement savings and investments? Do you know how much you can reasonably expect to take from them after you retire without diminishing the principal? If you haven't thought about these things, you should because they can affect how long your money may last. At Dupree Financial Group, we've been following things like this for some time. Our goal for our clients is to make their investments produce income for them from dividends and interest without diminishing their principal. If you'd like a free consultation about your retirement investments, Give us a call at 859-233-0400. We'll give you an honest assessment of what we think your investments will produce for you in retirement. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400, DupreeFinancial.com, and the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP. 630 WLAP. John Short should be very happy if he's listening about us playing Mel Tillis. If this doesn't rock your country soul on a Saturday morning, I yeah. can't help you. I mean, I, I just can't do it. He, uh, you know, we were talking before the we went on the air about old. They used to have old country stations. They call them Stone Country. It wasn't for very long, and it would take a a veteran of the country music DJ. Uh, scene to remember when they called it that. Mm. But this is definitely stone country by that definition. I, I, I Well, I love stone country. I mean, <laughs> people call it classic country. Classic. Outlaw, you know, the outlaw stuff I, I love. But, I mean, this stuff where it's not that it's not that Texas swing like Bob Wells and Texas Playboy. It's, yeah. not, it's not that. This has got a little feel like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily rough like Johnny Cash and Waylon, but I mean, it's just stone country. It's exactly it. what it is. I can That's get it. it. It's I just get stone it. cold country. There's a great, um, not, not to interrupt, but Mel Tillis was one of the great storytellers. Like Jerry Reed we were talking about yeah. a few weeks ago. And there's a, a story he tells about the three rabbits. Foot, 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 and foot, foot, foot. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to ruin it because it's so good, but look that up on YouTube. It is fantastic. Okay. We will do that. How long does it take to play it? A couple minutes. Oh, we'll just do that for one of the next intros. Okay, I'll check it out. All right. So, anyway, Judge Kavanaugh, he's now got this uh, this woman, Deborah Katz, who's an attorney. Uh, she's been hired by Christine Blasey Ford. Listen to this. 
unfortunately, these kinds of cases do not go away. This is this is Deborah Katz. In times of economic uncertainty, when people feel vulnerable on many levels, it is easy for them to blame other outside groups, including women, African-Americans, and national origin minorities for their lost opportunities. Part of President Trump's appeal is that he apparently reinforces those fears and resentments. We are seeing a large uptick in sexual, racial, and religious harassment cases since the election, Katz said. Unfortunately, President Trump's misogynistic, anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim conducts and comments have radically lowered the bar and have normalized abusive and assaultive conduct in the workplace. This isn't about Christine Blasey Ford at all. It's about President Trump. This is what they're trying to do, is um, basically go after the president by going after his Supreme Court nominee. However, when asked about men who have been accused of sexual assault by numerous women, Clinton, who was impeached, and Franken, who resigned, Katz has defended them. In Clinton's case, Katz took his word over that of Paula Jones, who claimed that the president exposed himself and pressured her to commit a sexual act, according to a report in Town Hall. Katz dismissed Jones' assertions on March 30, 1998, on CNN's Talk Back Live, saying Paula Jones's suit is very, very weak. She's alleged one incident that took place in a hotel room. So the bottom line is, if you're a Democrat... It doesn't matter. It only matters if you're a Republican and if you have ideas that may be threatening to the left, that's when it matters. It's it's not about the the truth at all. It's simply about um, whatever we want it to be. Well, he's calling early today. He must have to go somewhere. John, welcome to the uh, Tom Dupree Show. How are you? If I don't have to go somewhere, just let you, let you call. <laughs> what did you think about the Mel Tillis? He's good. Yeah, I figured you'd like him. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think about Judge Kavanaugh? I think he'd be good on the Supreme Court. I think the Democrats are paying that woman to say all that. Something doesn't smell right about it, especially when it's coming out right at the time right now where you know they've already been through the confirmation process he's already been questioned and now they come out right now with it i know and the race between amy graff and and andy bar that's a good bar's head by four points he's been about 100 points he's been a lot more than what he is because graff's making too close that's not good well andy has not run what i would call a very good race he may win this one but uh he he needs to quit running negative ads about her and run positive ads about himself yeah and talk about what he's done and the the problem is when you run negative ads about somebody else and they start coming back with positive it it doesn't he, he needs to change the way he's running his campaign in my opinion I know. I like Andy Barr. I'm going to vote for him. I think he'd be good. He's going to be good. Now, I don't know if he's going to be around like almost 40 years like Rogers. I'm not going to be around that long. Yeah. Rogers has been around a long time, hasn't he? He has been around a long time, yes. Time for some new blood. That's right. 
That's right. I didn't know that Rod used to, I didn't know that Rod used to be part of the media a long time ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. He was uh, He was on the radio. I think he was on WLAP, this station. Which is good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. How bad, uh, how bad are we going to beat Mississippi State? John, you were almost right on your prediction on Murray State. In fact, for a while you were right because you said we were going to win by 45 biggins. Yep. And we were leading 48 to 3, which mm-hmm. is a 45-point lead. And we should not have given up that last touchdown that, that we gave them. Our defense got confused. They had all young kids on the field, and they let that guy score. But the fact is, the 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 final score should have been forty eight to three. I know. I think coach didn't even read the score. Players off the bench, not had the starters do it. Had bench fans do it. Like I think Coach Perry needs to run the score where players off the bench instead of having the starters do it. I, I like running the score in other teams, but do it with players off the bench. Not well, they gave their they gave a lot of players a chance in that game. In fact, that third string quarterback even got to play. That's good. Gunner Hoke got to play, uh, you know, but today it's going to be a tougher, much tougher team to play. But I, I'm with you. I think we're going to win today. I believe so, too. In fact, I'm going to the game, which is a rare thing. I don't I don't go to many games. I, I don't have tickets anymore. I used to have them. But uh, I'm being uh, – somebody graciously has offered me some tickets for the game tonight, so I'm going to go. Clutch pregame begins at three thirty with Matthew Harvey Jones, Ryan Lemon, as well as Drew Franklin and Jerry Lorenzen. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we got to go to a break. John, thank you for calling. Hey, welcome. And Michael Savage's new book coming out for you soon. I hope it's the audio version. Okay, buddy. All right, uh, you're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. We had John Short on just then, and uh, oh, at eight thirty we're going to have. Uh, Mr. Ronnie Baston running for mayor. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Americans are always on the move. They're in the car, at the office, working around the house. Americans refuse to sit still. So how do you connect with all of these moving targets? Easy, with radio. Radio reaches 93% of Americans every week, more than Google, Facebook, even television. Because hey, who has the time to sit and watch TV? So when you want to connect with all those constantly moving adults, teens, and millennials, get to iHeartMedia.com and put AMFM Radio to work for your company. Staying safe on the road is everyone's responsibility for motorists and motorcyclists alike. Drivers look out for motorcycles. They can be difficult to see, and bikers do your part in staying visible. Motorcycles have the same rights as every other motor vehicle, and that rider is someone's family member or friend. So drivers, give motorcycles the full lane. No sharing. Check your mirrors and blind spots often, and keep a safe following distance. Share the road, not the lane. Bikers' lives depend on it. Paid with federal funds to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. It's final. Here, our 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Don't miss the biggest superstars. Everyone in music wants to be here. T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Watch live on CWTV.com or the CW app and listen on iHeartRadio. Continuing tonight at 10 p.m. Sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is using technology, innovation, and interaction to bring its customers great products, rewards, service, and access to unique and unforgettable experiences. 
negotiations continue today. Senate GOP leaders again pushing back their deadline for Dr. Christine Blasey Ford to decide if she'll testify. Ford has accused Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault when they were in high school. Blasey Ford's attorney writing to the Senate Judiciary Committee, your cavalier treatment of a sexual assault survivor who has been doing her best to cooperate with the committee is completely inappropriate. GOP Chairman Chuck Grassley tweeted directly to Kavanaugh about the deadline extension. I hope you understand it's not my normal approach to be indecisive. ABC's Kenneth Moten. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper is warning that flooding from the Hurricane Florence is not over yet and people should not let their guard down, especially along the Cape Fear River. Meanwhile, environmental officials are concerned about after Duke Energy says a dam breached by floodwaters may be sending coal ash into a lake and the Cape Fear River. Pope Francis is in Lithuania, his first stop on his four-day visit to the Balkans. I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. We're going to continue to hang on to periods of showers on this Saturday across much of the region. Not raining the entire day, but that potential is certainly there for some gusty showers. So keep the umbrellas handy, keep the ponchos handy for heading out to Kroger Field, too. We'll see a high today, low in middle 60s. Forecast on your Sunday, more in the way of showers and some thunderstorms around. Temperatures back into the 60s. Showers and storms are likely into much of next week. Stay dry. I'm WKYT Chief Meteorologist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. It's Escalade Month at Quantrell Cadillac. Through September 30th, save $10,000 off MSRP on any new 2018 Escalade or ESV. Escalade is America's best-selling full-size luxury SUV. Or save up to $7,000 off MSRP on 2018 XT5 mid-size luxury SUV courtesy transportation vehicles starting at only $41,000. Owners of 03 or newer Cadillac save an additional $2,000. You'll find incredible savings at Quantrell Cadillac today. I used to post to job boards only to be overwhelmed with resumes. Which made it easy to miss a great candidate. That old process was not, not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology finds the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. Dr. Bob Arnott for Salon Pass. I'm training for the world's most grueling paddleboard race. 32 miles of open ocean, high winds, and surf. Naturally, I get a lot of muscle pain. 50 years in medicine has taught me what to look for in a pain reliever. Powerful, targeted, non-addictive, and available without a prescription. I found it in Salon Paz Lidocaine Plus. It has two powerful anesthetics that numb nerves right where it hurts. Salon Paz gives me relief. 630 WLAP. Got to lose 
Back on the Tom Dupree Show. So you got another thing going on right now, which is just as big a news in a sense. Uh, This is from the uh, New York Times. The Deputy Attorney General Rod J. Rosenstein suggested last year that he secretly record President Trump in the White House to expose the chaos consuming the administration and discussed recruiting cabinet members to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Mr. Trump from office for being unfit. Think about that. You got the Deputy Attorney General trying to go into the White House wearing a wire to record a discussion with the President for the reason of trying to have the President removed from office. I mean... That's what this whole thing is about. That's what uh, the the Judge um, Kavanaugh thing's about. It's what this is about. It's the resistance. Let's see if we can remove Trump from office. We'll shoot down his um, his pick for the Supreme Court. We'll see if we can go in and invoke the 25th Amendment. Whatever we can do to get rid of him, we're going to. And this is what you're seeing. Mr. Um, Rosenstein made these suggestions in the spring of 2017 when Mr. Trump's firing of James Comey as FBI director plunged the White House into turmoil. Over the ensuing days, the president divulged classified intelligence to Russians in the Oval Office, supposedly. See, the New York Times is printing this as if it's true. Adam Goldman and Michael Schmidt. And revelations emerged that Mr. Trump had asked Mr. Comey to pledge loyalty and end an investigation into a senior aide. So they make these um, allegations on the front page without any attempt at um, acting like, you know, they are impartial. They're not impartial. They've taken a newspaper that was at one time – that's crazy – And then they they do an article, Swing District supports her, but gingerly. With its colonial-era storefronts, ice cream parlor, and bustling outdoor cafes, this affluent Philadelphia sub- suburb could be the quintessential American downtown. Though it's mid-September, the homes that line its narrow streets are still dressed in bunting and American flags. And like much of the company country, people here are divided and in many cases gripped by the accusation from a woman who says Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court nominee, sexually assaulted her at a party when they were teenagers at elite Washington area private schools 
in the early 1980s. Yeah, it's just, this is what you're seeing is that this, this is like it's news. Let's go out and see what people think. So they're saying, well, we know for sure that she's right. It's what are Americans thinking? What are they thinking? I don't want to go there because I feel like a lot of these people are just nuts. They've allowed uh, sentiment to override their uh, reason. You gotta un- you gotta see that this is an attempt by the Democrats to do anything they can to blow the nomination. Okay, storms toll near $50 billion. After a week of heavy rains and record flooding, initial estimates for the damage that Florence wrought on the Carolinas ranked the storm among history's top hurricanes, but far below last year's trio of powerful cyclones. Moody's analytics on Friday estimated that the economic cost of Florence will be between 38 and $50 billion, including damage to property, vehicle losses, and lost output. At the upper end of that range, Florence would rank seventh among the biggest storms just after Hurricane Andrew in 1992, according to Moody's estimates. The widespread damage, however, is lower than last year's Hurricane Harvey, which smashed into Texas and inundated the state with rain for for uh, days. Harvey's bill for the insurance industry was $30 billion, according to Wells Fargo Securities with its Category 4 winds causing more severe damage than the Category 1 winds of Florence. Based on Moody's estimates, last year, three hurricanes each caused more damage than Florence. Harvey's tally reached $133.5 billion, Maria's $120 billion, and Irma's was $84 billion. Florence, golly, I didn't realize those were that high. That's amazing. And indeed, the insurance industry was able to pay those, and now they've gotten premiums back to an area where they can make money. Florence, which made landfall September 14th and has claimed 41 lives in the Carolinas and Virginia, is continuing to wreak havoc. Rivers in the Carolinas are continuing to rise, and more than 600 roads were still closed Friday in North Carolina. North Carolina, Roy... Cooper governor warned that it still isn't safe for many people to return home, including the 3,700 who remain in shelters. Part of the Cape Fear River is forecast to crest Saturday, while Waccamaw River at Conway, South Carolina, isn't expected to crest until Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Golly. So this thing is continuing to go on. Flood shuts down power plant. River flooding causes shutdown Friday of a natural gas plant near Wilmington, North Carolina, after several breaches in the cooling lake were discovered and some waste tied to the facility's past. So this kind of thing is still 
plaguing the state of North Carolina. It's going to take a lot of time to get things going again. The people there deserve our prayers and thoughts. And I would say that, indeed, uh, some places still haven't recovered from last year. Here's an article that says, Puerto Rico finds solace in solar. Rafael Guzman and Lanai Romero spent more than four months without power after Hurricane Maria struck last September, relying on a generator to run a refrigerator, two fans, and cell phone chargers. When the couple learned in April they were having a baby, they made a pledge, we aren't going through that again. They installed 16 solar panels on the roof of their home in Caguas, south of San Juan, and a battery that charges them during the day and allows them to run appliances and a television at night. So this is what um, you've had some people have to do. Anyhow, the, the, the death toll of Florence is now 41 people. So it's not over for the Carolinas. And what do we do in a time like this? We pull together. We figure out. I, I know that there are power crews from this part of the state that are going down there to work on getting the power grid back up and running. And, you know, this sort of thing is, it's just how it goes. When you live in a country like the U.S., you have these storms from time to time. The Atlantic and the uh, Gulf of Mexico produce these kind of weather patterns. And it's just, I was talking to somebody about how I'm glad I am I live in Kentucky because we seem to be somewhat insulated from that kind of weather. Uh, we don't seem to have that kind of thing here, at least not recently. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. The news you want to know. Dr. Ford. She's telling the truth. The FBI. Why didn't somebody call the FBI 36 years ago? The news. This woman's been packaged. You need to know. As a weapon. Stay in the know. So we'll let it play out. With News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. Do you understand your retirement savings and investments? Do you know how much you can reasonably expect to take from them after you retire without diminishing the principal? If you haven't thought about these things, you should because they can affect how long your money may last. At Dupree Financial Group, we've been following things like this for some time. Our goal for our clients is to make their investments produce income for them from dividends and interest without diminishing their principal. If you'd like a free consultation about your retirement investments, give us a call at 859-233-0400. We'll give you an honest assessment of what we think your investments will produce for you in retirement. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400, DupreeFinancial.com, and the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP. 630 WLAP. 
I call collect on the phone You say you're tired and alone But it sounds like someone else is lying there She said don't call me no more Don't you knock on my door It's too late now and I know you'll never change As she said You're just a Coca-Cola cowboy You got a Eastwood smile and Robert Redford hair But you walk back on the Tom Dupree show I got to tell you, I am excited about today's game, Kentucky versus Mississippi State. Uh, I try to be somewhat contained on these things, but uh, my feeling is, is if we can win today, we're going to be ranked. According to Mark's story, undefeated Kentucky gets a chance to show the nation it is the real deal against number 14 Mississippi State, which entered the season considered the best team in the SEC not named Alabama or Georgia. The Wildcats will be out for redemption after being dominated in a humbling defeat a season ago in Starkville. UK star running back Benny Snell will also have a point to prove after the Bulldogs held him to 18 yards on seven carries. The big threat, Nick Fitzgerald. Dual threat quarterbacks are traditionally the bane of Kentucky's defenses and Mississippi State's senior QB has no has been no exception. In the two prior starts versus UK, the 6'5", 230-pound senior from Richmond Hill, Georgia, has gashed Kentucky with his legs, running for 107 yards and two touchdowns two seasons ago and gaining 115 yards with two TDs on only 12 carries last year. Um, Fitzgerald is not a high percentage passer, 52.1% completion rate, so new coach Joe Moorhead's Bulldogs could be vulnerable if forced into the uh, pass-first mode. Kentucky run defense. Mississippi State comes to Lexington as the top rushing team in the SEC. 302 yards a game, one yard a contest better than UK and 10th in the nation. Now the real question comes, you know, can Kentucky deliver in a clutch situation? Last year, the Florida game was a clutch situation and Kentucky did not deliver. Came close. In fact, we lost so many close games last year, it was just very hard to watch. And then we got beat pretty bad in some games like the Louisville game. But um, the question really becomes, do we deliver? For an armchair fan like me, you know, I want to know, can we win the big games? And it turned out that the Florida game was a big game for us. We won it this year. We didn't win it last year. We didn't win it for the prior 31 years or 30 30 years, whatever it was. It's been a big game every season. You don't typically look at the Mississippi State game as a big game. 
but this year it is. I doubt we're favored in this game. I'd be willing to bet we're a 10-point underdog. Yeah, I, I think the line's 10. Yeah, against us. Right. John Short says we win by 10, so he's predicting 20-point difference between us and the line. Well, I'll take John Wor- John Short's word for it. He was nearly right last week. Yeah. So, um, the the little a uh, little uh, um, league that I'm in with my friends, we 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 like to uh, play the spread and play those numbers. And I missed it by a half point. A friend of mine set the line at thirty point five, and I said, "I Kentucky covers." And daggone if I didn't miss it by a half point. I thought they did cover. Yeah, they they covered at thirty. They were they won by thirty eight. Thirty eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. So you you just barely got I just barely, yeah. Well anyway. And I'm excited too because I'm going I'm going it's the first game I've gone to this season. Yeah, I'm so. going too. So uh I like a good night game. Yeah. It, me too. No way I'm sitting down in the heat in these early September games. I know it. Although today's supposed to be pretty nice. But the question is, can we win the big one? So, you know, that will be that that remains to be seen. And I can tell you game after game I've been to over the years, and I'm an armchair fan. I'm I'm not a rabid deep into the weeds fan. I'm I'm a guy who for my own emotional safety I pulled myself back from being uh, a rabid fan several years ago because I realized how painful it was to watch these games that it would have made a big difference if we had won and we end up losing. You know, at some point you just got to protect yourself because you realize how badly you want the team to win and then you realize how bad it's tearing you up to watch them. So uh, now, at this point, I can take an academic view of it, just enjoy myself, watch the game, hope we win the game. I have a feeling that we we have a really good chance today uh, based on the momentum that we've got going fact it's a home game there will be i would say a lot of people there at the game tonight and if they lose this game they they lose those fans for the rest of the season uh, i hate to say it but that's the way it is around here it's become a show me sort of thing and uh, you know so be it so i hope we have something to show for tonight's game. We're going to talk a little bit in the next hour about early retirement. Retiring soon, plan for market downturns. For each year in which a bull market persists, workers become likelier to retire. But those who leave the workforce now, the ninth year of the longest U.S. bull market, are potentially setting themselves up for a tough stretch that could test their portfolio's long-term resilience. Oh, yeah, I just got a text. Where I'm going, my bartender is going to be James Smitty Smith. Remember Smitty from uh, – um, I'm, I'm 
going to be able to be in one of the boxes. I will not. I'll be having cokes and uh, uh, iced tea. But James Smitty Smith, who used to be at Columbia's, back to the uh, uh, market downturns. It's easy to think when you're in an up market and you have been in one for a long period of time, like what we've had, that when your retirement nest egg gets to a certain price, you're there and you don't have to, uh, you don't have to wait for it to grow anymore. It's this mirage that people have about the amount of money they need to have in savings, but really it gets down to, how much is it producing? I'll give you an example. Let's say you got two CDs. One of them is for a hundred thousand dollars and it's paying four percent. The other one's for two hundred thousand and it's paying two percent. How much income? You've got two hundred thousand dollars, which is twice the amount of money of the hundred thousand, but it's producing half of the income. So what you want is something your retirement plan or whatever it is that you got your money in to be producing enough income to give you a quality of life or an income level that you need in order to sustain your, your activities. And this is something that a lot of people don't look at with their retirement plans. It's something they should look at because a retirement plan is only as good as the income that it will produce. That's the thing you've got to think about. Uh, what kind of income is it going to produce and uh, for how long? Because the principle you you want to be careful about dipping into your principal if you don't need to. That is where it makes a big difference is uh, how much of this principal do I need to uh, dip into? And so if you can avoid it altogether, that's the thing to do. Stay with us. Mike Johnson will be here directly. We'll be talking about retirement savings. And then at 8.30, Ronnie Baston, the uh, mayor candidate, will come in and talk for a half hour. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP.